Welcome back to Consumer Choice Radio on the Big Talker, 106.7 FM. We have a perfect guest on the line, uh, someone who can give us some very good insight as to what is happening now and also some great key talented figures that are not just in journalism, but all across the policy perspective. We're talking with Casey Given. He is the executive director of Young Voices. Young Voices is the impressive young outlet that is providing all sorts of pundits and writers for the mainstream media all around the world. So Casey, thanks so much for coming on the program. Absolutely. Great to be here with you. And, you know, uh, I'm very familiar with Young Voices, having been an advocate in the very beginning and seeing it grow. You know, if you were to uh, sort of give your elevator pitch to someone you just met, what would you say about what Young Voices is and what you guys kind of do in the community? Yeah, so Young Voices is a, a nonprofit talent agency and PR firm for Liberty. So we offer free services in which we help uh, young libertarians, young conservatives get into the media. Uh, what that means is um, editing and pitching their articles for publication. Uh, that means arranging TV and radio hits, uh, kind of like this one right here. And just generally being a media mentor for folks who really want to spread the message of individual liberty, free markets, mm -hmm. um, and you know to cultivate the next generation of great thought leaders for liberty. So we have a network of 50 writers across the country, and um, we basically serve as their mentors and, and their advocates and their, their PR firm to help spread the message. I love so, the, the Casey, use of talent I mean, agency, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. So, I mean, Casey, one thing for Yael and I is we both will probably, I mean, we hear that description, and for guys like Yael and I, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, but for our listeners, could you walk us through why you created this? Uh, like what what sparked your interest in um, kind of formalizing that talent and PR portion? Um, what why was it needed? What made you get it off the ground? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, technically, I did not create Young Voices, uh, as you guys know. So Young Voices was originally started as a project of Students for Liberty, um, a great libertarian student organization that all three of us have been involved in. Um, and that was started in 2013, and I spun it off in 2016 um, to its own 501c3 nonprofit once it kind of became evident that um, the mission and the types of folks who were attracted to our program was broader than just um, students. Um, in terms of why I really saw, uh, you know, had a, had a vision and, and thought that it was worth investing my time full time into and, and really trying to cultivate it um, from a project of another of an umbrella organization to its own standalone organization. You know, I, I really think that we're living in unique times in that, um, you know, whereas in the past for you know, most of American history, really, there were gatekeepers for the media and it was, you had to be trusted as, as you know, an uh, expert, an older expert or whatnot, um, with decades and decades of experience to even get access to the media. Now, um, we're, the world is really flattened where there's just so many channels and so much opportunity for younger people to get involved um, with educated opinions, with budding expertise. 
And uh, really the democratization of media, I think is very fascinating, but also it's something that presents a challenge that a lot of young writers um, can, you know, get caught up in, uh, you know, can, can get caught up in sensationalism and whatnot. So I really thought that Young Voices was needed, not just to provide channels for young writers and to cultivate great journalists and whatnot, but also to be in uh, kind of a, a mentor and a guide to make sure that uh, younger folks enter the media and pursue careers in an ethical and uh, healthy way that, you know, to truly uh, to truly cultivate great ideas for liberty. And what have been some of the better outlets that you've kind of been able to place some of your writers or uh, thinkers at? Because I know they're, they span a lot for mainstream, but also some pretty big television stations as well. Yeah, so we really run the gamut in a lot of different uh, places. We we have quite a bit of success in state and local outlets. We try not to focus just on uh, kind of national Washington, New York kind of press corps. So in the states, we have a lot of success in places like uh, the Orange County Register, Kansas City Star. We have a monthly column in the Detroit News, um, places like that. Um, nationally, though, we, we do really try to focus as well on getting some big flashing media hits um, every once in a blue moon. We're pretty successful. Regularly, we're in USA Today. Um, Semi-regularly, we're in Wall Street Journal, especially their Future View column for students. Um, they quite like our, our students who get into there. Um, so those are probably the biggest places, as well as on TV, radio. Um, Fox channels, Fox News, Fox Business is probably our, our closest partner for for mm -hmm. in terms of notability outlets. Once in a blue moon, we've been on CNN and MSNBC before, but you can imagine that they don't return our calls as much. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. So I mean, speaking about that, what what is the what is the when you're talking to editors or show producers, what is the response when you're pitching young thinkers is there a hesitancy to bring these people on shows or feature their material because of their age or do you see media just generally being more receptive to young people getting into the mix and 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 having that perspective heard um, as well yeah it really depends on the outlet and the editor or booker um, definitely we do get pushback from certain outlets I mean, our, our name, Young Voices, is really, I like to tell our staff that it's our greatest asset, but it's also kind of our, our greatest liability, that some outlets, when they see Young Voices, they're like, oh, cool, you know, and all we publish or all we get on TV are kind of older white guys, like we want you know, younger, diverse, like experts. Um, mm -hmm. but people also question and say, well, what's your true expertise here? Um, you know, you're, you're just getting into the game. So... It really depends. Um, I will say, generally, we've we've had quite a bit of success in uh, and and getting some placements. I think that um, you know we're we're very we're very selective in who we accept into our program, and we have set high standards. So some sometimes even people who are initially skeptical of us, I'd like to think we win them over with kind of the merit of our commentary. No, that's great. And, I, and there's plenty of articles that people will be able to find. You just go to young-voices.com. You can kind of see the latest things that a lot of the writers and talent have been writing. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you, Casey, because you are a, a Californian um, native, um, 
what's going on over there, man? <laughs> I think there's so much that we could cover there. But tell tell us, you know, we've we've covered we've covered a lot of stuff of California, you know, specifically on this program. Uh, we can have its own dedicated thing. We always joke that at Consumer Choice Center, we can have our own bureau dedicated to only following California. But you know, tell us, man, you're originally from there. You kind of know the politics a bit better. You know, how have things evolved really since uh, since your days in college? Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe I don't know it quite as well. I gotta be honest. I oftentimes kind of tune out <laughs> these types of state policy battles. Um, in terms of California, yeah, I was born and raised um, Salinas, California, Monterey area. Went to Berkeley for school. Um, of course, California has quite a bit of challenges. Um, you know, I just think of my family, my personal family. My mom is a public school teacher. Um, she's actually, believe it or not, the union rep to for her school. And my dad is a uh, small business owner, Republican. Um, I have no clue how they fell in love, um, but I get a mouthful from both of them whenever I get home about challenges, you know, from the union. I mean, there's just always pension crises and whatnot. And also, of course, you know, that's coming from my Democrat mom, but from, from my Republican dad, it, it's just everything with new new taxes and and just ways that uh that the 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 government has not been friendly to to business owners um and especially to make matters worse he's in agriculture and and uh you know there's been a drought for several years now although it's been getting slightly better and just a lot of nonsensical government policies have attributed to that you know giving exemptions for things like almonds, um, as like John Oliver has gone over and some of his segments and, and also just kind of access to waterways and whatnot that, uh, that up nonsensical. So there's just so much going on in California. I've kind of tuned it out as a DCR, but I definitely get a, a, a mouthful when I get home. That's awesome. That's all. It's always good to hear when the family dynamics, especially in the Trump era, when we have differing opinions, it's always great, whether it's our parents or family Thanksgiving. Um, there's always lots of good stories about people who uh, have interesting views when they're overlaid against each other. Um, in, in, in Just to kind of bring one question I had for you in terms of young voices, because I know I saw this, this headline this week, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys just had your – March was your most – successful month in terms of uh media placements or, or something along those lines i did see a, um one of those releases come out do you mind just elaborating how march was for you guys yes it it was um it, actually i'm glad you caught that because i literally just sent that email posted it about uh 10 15 minutes before i hopped on the call with you so <laughs> cheers to you yeah um, that's kind of the big news for young voices from our organization today. So we just had our best um, month in January or, or March, excuse me, uh, in our history for placing media. We had in March uh, 2020 71 media hits, um, 49 articles, um, and 22, uh, 22 uh, TV radio hits. 
um, for a grand total of 71. Wow. Um, yeah, and that's that's going back to our history um, through 2013 has been the best. And uh, really, it's, it's something that... Um, I've been kind of caught off guard because, you know, anything with the coronavirus going around, I would have thought that this would have been one of our worst media hits. But um, I think we're really click getting into a groove here where um, looking at our list of hits, there's a lot of demand for people, for media outlets to have sharp analysis of the coronavirus, not necessarily the public health aspect. Of course, we're, we're by no means medical experts, so we're staying out of that. But just the government response, I mean, there's so much happening at just a bottleneck pace. It's it's kind of giving giving us a whiplash that, um, you know, we just passed a $2 trillion stimulus. Nobody really knows what's in it. I mean, we know we're getting checks and whatnot, but there's just so much money going to so many industries. And that's just one example of the type of stories that are are uh, are that our folks are really digging into and providing critical analysis that frankly uh, um, even the media and it's not necessarily their fault because there's just so much happening um, I haven't had the chance to really dig into so and and coming you know I hope April is just just as up I think, uh, we're, we really have a lot of opportunity to dig our teeth into, into kind of the this exceptional times we live in and, and provide really sharp analysis. So Casey, for our audience, what's the best way to follow Young Voices? I, I mentioned the website earlier, but uh, give us the hit on other podcasts or Facebook pages or anything else. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like you mentioned, young-voices.com is our, our website. Um, we're also on Facebook, Twitter, if you just look for Young Voices. Um, we also have a podcast ourselves um, called Underscored. Um, if it's available on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, um, just generally anywhere podcasts are found. If you just look for search for Underscored Young Voices, we do about one or two episodes a month where we invite um, external guests from different think tanks, journalists, etc., to have a conversation with our contributors, our our writers. Um, so it's a really neat one. So yeah, just generally look for young voices or young voices DC because there's there's a lot of young voices <laughs> but we're we're usually the top in the SEO game well we're, we're speaking to the best one so we've been speaking with Casey given he is the executive director of young voices thanks so much Casey for coming on the program thanks guys <laughs>